Today's episode is made possible by my affiliate partnership with the toxin-free beauty brand, Crunchy. That's Crunchy with an I. With all the talk these days about parabens and sulfates in our beauty products, it's hard to find a brand you can trust. And let's be honest, it can be annoying to read the back of every label before you buy something. And then you have to wonder, is it actually going to work? Who has the budget or the time for all of that? I definitely don't. That's why I love Crunchy. I don't have to read labels and I don't have to worry about toxins. Ready to make a safe swap in your beauty routine? Check out my site at crunchy.com slash Monica Miller. Hey everyone, Monica here. Get ready for part two of these United States. So New Jersey is the diner capital of the world. Yes, they have over 500 diners. And that's a small geographical area comparatively to have 500. Wow. New Mexico is one of my favorite states also. Did you know that? I did not know that. Is it because they don't allow idiots to vote or is there another reason? (laughs) No, I just think it's beautiful. I lived in Gallup, New Mexico when I was eight for a few months. And I loved the Native American influence and culture that was there. And then I used to travel to Albuquerque Turkey um, pretty often on business. And I just, I love new Mexican food, which is not Mexican food. Mm-hmm. It's new Mexican food. It's got its own own twist. And I really think it's delicious. And Santa Fe or Albuquerque has like 352 days of sun a year. Oh, right. But that's not the interesting fact. Oh, yeah. It's not the really interesting fact. Is, and my favorite. Yeah. State. It's not that Monica likes it, which I feel like New Mexico should be honored as that being a fact about it. But there's probably something else kind of cool about it too. Smoky Bear. Yeah. That's What's where cool Smoky Bear's bear. from. That is where it... Smokey Bear, much like Uncle Sam, is real. And real it was, bear. yeah, a little cub that was orphaned by a fire. Not to be confused with Yogi Bear, everyone. No. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Cartoon. No. This is Smokey Bear. And he actually lived for um, 26 years after they found him. So sweet. Oh, that is nice. So that bear that talks to you and tells you to prevent forest fires is a, the little cub all grown up. You know what was invented in New York? toilet paper. Oh, thank God for New York. (laughs) Thank you, New York. If you didn't provide us with anything else ever. You know what else is interesting about New York? It could have been the capital of the United States. Yes. And there's a reason that it wasn't. They wanted to make the capital central and New York was just too far. There's a whole big thing we could get into on this, but that's pretty cool because that is where George Washington took his oath of office. First presidential inauguration. Pretty cool. Ooh, have you ever been to the Biltmore? I have not. And it is definitely on my bucket list. I want to go so badly. It is located in North Carolina and it was built by George Washington. Vanderbilt II in the late 19th century. It's the largest mansion in America, and it sees a high influx of tourists year-round. And you know that it's privately owned still to this day. Is it It affiliated or related at all to the Biltmore in Phoenix? I do believe that, yes, they are. And I've been to the Biltmore in Phoenix, which is nothing compared to, obviously, that Biltmore, but it had really soft grass. And for Arizona, Arizona. yes. Oh my gosh, I loved it. It was so cool because, you know, you're surrounded by all this dry dirt and then you're at the Biltmore and they're probably using all of Arizona's water supply (laughs) (laughs) 
for that place. If we want to talk about geography again, North Dakota is the geographic center of North America. The geographic center of North America. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Of the continent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That the continent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what's interesting about North Dakota. Geography. Let's talk about your state. That I live in. That you live in. I noticed I did not say home state. It's the home of Superman, right? It's yes. where Superman was created. Yeah, that's really cool. And a lot of very famous people were actually born here. And I know that from Lillian's most recent fourth grade project. I mean, tons of people here who invented tons of things. The Wright brothers, Thomas Edison, a lot of presidents, seven of them. It, it's astounding the amount of people who've come out of Ohio who've done things. There must have been some sort of natural astronauts preventing them from going further west. Right, but there's not because it's Indiana. Ohio is, is older. It's very old, even though it's not one of the original colonies, but it's very old. Geographically, it's right next to Pennsylvania. So yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess it has a lot to do with just the fact that it's just one of the first settled places outside of the original 13 colonies. What I think is really interesting, and when I moved in, this was something that I didn't know. Um, when I moved in, it was during one of the very first presidential elections. What's really neat is that it's considered, like I believe maybe the term for it's bellwether, but a bellwether state. And traditionally, what that means is that so goes Ohio, so goes the rest of the nation. So if Ohio votes for someone for president, they're going to win. Just statistically speaking, and mm -hmm. not really for mm -hmm. any other reason. The only time that they have not since 1896, which is when our election process changed quite a bit. So since 1896, only two years, 1944 and 1960, and now 2020. So only three times in none in the modern wow. era past 1960. You know what I mean? Like just mm -hmm. none. So, so it has, I always like to say that my vote's super important, which is untrue. And obviously me being silly, my vote is no more important than your vote. But um, yeah, I thought that that was a really cool fact when I moved into the state. And I wanted to share that, that today. I want to share this next state, Oklahoma, because when I came across this, I was like, yeah, this is what every state needs. And they're the only state who has it. And that's an official state meal. And I'm going to read you this meal and I want this meal. Now, maybe it's because I grew up in Arkansas, which borders Oklahoma. I'm like, I'm looking at this and I, there's just I, like my no, mouth is watering. Okay. So I'm going to read it to everybody. A heaping plateful of fried okra. Yes, please. I will go down to Arkansas and just order fried okra by itself to have because you cannot find it up here. Squash. We used to get squash served to us in our cafeteria as kids. Like yellow squash? Yeah. Cornbread, barbecue pork, Yum. biscuits, sausage and gravy, grits, which I don't really care about, corn, strawberries, chicken fried steak, yes, pecan pie, and black eyed peas. That is I mean, what, it that's a meal. That's a meal, y'all. <laughs> it sounds like the whole cafeteria right there. Oh, it it's sounds not a meal. That's a whole cafeteria. Lovely. You know what that sounds like to me? It sounds like I went to church and we're having a potluck after and that looks like my plate minus the grits. It just sounds amazing. And I like that someone took the time to put this together, put it before their Congress in Oklahoma and voted on it. <laughs> I love it. Here's something, I love it. Here's something funny because 
Portland, Oregon, not mm -hmm. Portland, Maine. Its tagline is keep Portland weird. Oh I, yeah, that's right. I'm correct. Yeah. And this is definitely a weird thing. It has the world's smallest park, totaling 452 inches, created on St. Patrick's Day for leprechauns and snail races. I'm surprised they haven't made snail races illegal and against the law because that's what Portland does. It's weird. That sounds kind of cute and And they like fun. to know where their chicken comes from. Oh, well, where an egg? Like, where, what do they mean? Where? Do, what do you mean? They um, want to know where their chicken comes from. <laughs> It's from an episode of Portlandia. Oh, which that is show is hilarious. And it really does happen. They're like, <laughs> and your chicken was raised in a farm just down the street, and it had a really good life up until the time it ended up on your plate. Yeah. <laughs> How funny. That's so funny. Portland is so weird. <laughs> Pennsylvania. There's a lot historically that's cool about Pennsylvania, but per capita, it has the most licensed hunters. There are 20 hunters per square mile. That's incredible because I feel like there's a lot of hunters here, but when it put it down to square mile, I was like, I'm not really sure that I could say that even here in rural Ohio that we have 20 per square mile. And Arkansas even. I was shocked that it beat out Arkansas with hunters because like I have a cousin, she gets her nails done she's gorgeous I would definitely say that if you saw her you'd just think that she's a girly girl but like she hunts and she fishes and she even shot a rattlesnake with a shotgun that was Arkansas cool. has got all of it so I was so shocked with the hunting because everyone hunts down there uh, we talked earlier about Dunkin Donuts being in Massachusetts but the state that has the most donut shops per capita is Rhode Island. And I bet it's like a mile in between every donut shop. Oh yeah, shop I bet cause because it, it's yeah. the smallest state. It says 25 bakeries per 100,000 people. And I don't know how they don't have the most obesity, which I think Mississippi actually had the most obesity is probably because they drink all those big gulps. But you know, neither here nor there. <laughs> no um, judgment, Mississippi. No, absolutely no judgment. Mm -mm, no, you do you. In South Dakota, they mm -hmm. have the world's largest natural indoor warm water pool. Cool. I would What's love to visit that. It's called Evans Plunge and it's in Hot Springs, which is funny because there's a Hot Springs of Arkansas and guess what they have? Presidents from Arkansas, Alex. Who is Bill Clinton? <laughs> Tennessee, it also has really unique uh, features geographically and in other history with country music. But on a clear day, you can see seven states visible from Lookout Mountain near Chattanooga. Seven oh, that's states. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, I want to do that now. That is very cool. Let's go to Texas since I did live there. Yes, and well. I love Texas. I just got back from Texas, actually. The phrase, don't mess with Texas, originated in 1985 as the slogan for a campaign meant to combat littering. And I remember when that slogan came out. Because Do I you? There. Yeah. Because that's another thing that I was shocked to learn because don't mess with Texas. I just figured, you know, the Alamo, um, just all the different things that go into the Texas culture. But to find out that this very popular slogan had to do with trash mm -hmm. in 1985 is incredible to me because it's so Texas. Yeah, I remember driving around in my, my mom's um, 1967 Chevy Impala. Were you littering? No. Oh, okay. But then all of a sudden the signs started popping up, right? Oh, just learning to read probably. 
Mm-hmm. I was just learning to read and, you know, it was like a big thing because people wanted to clean up Texas. That's crazy to think that. It's crazy to think we had to have a litter campaign in general in the U.S., but... You know, it's one of those things that you don't really... I don't think about it because I don't do it. I'll trash the inside of my car before I will yes, throw anything me out. me too. But I have driven behind people in St. Louis who have opened <gasps> their what? car doors and just shoved Ew. junk onto the road. People are gross. It's insane. I'm like, I'm sorry you couldn't hang on to the bag of chips for that's, another 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, that's just common human courtesy. No, it's gross. gross. St. Louis has a lot of litter. Yeah, it's sad. Maybe they need a don't mess with Missouri. I don't know. Doesn't Mm -hmm. roll off the tongue the same. What about Utah? Utah is gorgeous. I love Utah. I love it. I've been there several times. I'd go back several times. Are you going to tell me anything interesting about Utah? I thought you were going to tell me. (laughs) No. God. Okay. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I thought you'd take it. Okay. Okay. So there's so much to say about Utah. If everyone doesn't already know, like it's got the highest concentration of Jurassic era dinosaur remains like ever found, like more than 12,000. That is so cool. Yeah. And then also it has the largest natural stone bridge in the world called Rainbow Bridge. Hmm. And that is also that is where your dogs and your cats go when they die. No, I'm just kidding. That is what they call it. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. They call it going over the rainbow bridge. Oh, okay. It's I in Utah. It's in Utah. You haven't had a pet die. Oh, my God. No, Samson's my first, <gasps> my first pet. Oh, Monica. It's yeah. going to suck. Okay. We'll talk he's about that another time. Mm-mm. He's, he's only six. I can't, I can't go there. Now. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Vermont, Monica, because it, from our condiment conversation, yeah. you talked about how you love high fructose corn syrup, Mrs. Butterworth syrup. This is a true story. And you story. don't want something that comes from a tap in a tree. No, which is I don't. bizarre to me. Mm. Why? I don't understand. I don't know why I don't you like eat it. sugar, right? It comes from a plant. No, stevia also comes from a plant and it's gross. So I don't want to tell you. Stevia is not sugar. Well, they try to pass it maple off as syrup it is. is maple syrup. And it Vermont is. claims the largest production of maple syrup in the U.S. But it is not the largest in the world because I think that claim to fame goes to Canada. Did yeah. you know maple syrup never goes bad? Is that like honey? I didn't realize that. Yeah. Cool. It never goes bad. Well, and it's worth its weight. Be sure to like- stock up on that and honey for the apocalypse. Well, there was a huge maple syrup robbery that happened a couple decades ago. <laughs> what is going on? No, you... it, seriously, they stole barrels and barrels and barrels of maple syrup, and then they would sell it like one barrel at a time to, to make money. But they couldn't offload all of it because then they would be found out. I'll look that oh, up another time. Very yeah. interesting. That and the butter movie. It's worth... You've got some <laughs> rando facts for us today. All true crime all the time. Even about maple syrup. Yeah. Virginia, again. It's for lovers. It's for lovers. Yeah. Uh, that's so funny that so they did random. that. It was so random. And whenever I try to research that, it's just basically random. It doesn't really come from anything other than they thought it sounded good. Virginia is for lovers. One of the most interesting facts about Virginia, and the only interesting fact I'll actually be sharing, because Virginia, there's just too many is that more than half of all U.S. residents live within 500 miles of Virginia. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that says a lot about the states around it, too. Uh Uh-huh. But that's pretty incredible that within 500 miles. I wonder if I live within 500 miles. Well, I should find out. 
For sure. I only live within 500 miles of it. Wow. Yeah. I only live within 500 miles of Virginia and I never knew it. And Virginia is the one state I wanted to live in growing up as a little girl. It was my dream. I was going to move there. I got close. Oh, it's gorgeous. Have you ever been? Yes, but I can't say that anything remarkable happened. So West Virginia is home to the most pizza shops per capita. I feel like I need to visit that state. I've only ever driven through. Uh, there's not a lot there. If you go through West Virginia and you pass through their state capital, you might miss it, and I am not kidding. Oh, hey, Um, so we skipped Washington, but I don't like what you have here, so I'm gonna say something else. Yeah, well, we didn't wa- skip it because I'm no, just gonna clarify. No, we mentioned Sasquatch. Yes. Yeah, we mentioned <laughs> okay. Sasquatch. But Washington State, Forks, Washington, uh-huh. home of Twilight, right? Oh, yeah. Forks, Washington, home yes. of Twilight. And it's like the most westernly part of the contiguous U.S. Really? I didn't realize that. Let me let me fact check myself. Yeah, it's maybe not Forks, but Washington State has the most westernly part of the contiguous U.S. The most yeah. westerly part. I I don't know why I would have thought that would have been different. I, of course, I also thought that where you live now is in the eastern time zone. So I guess that geography <sighs> isn't I mean, my thing. Just... The last the last little tidbit we have here is in Wyoming. Now it's the least populated state in all of the United States, but that's not the interesting fact. The interesting fact is that there are only two sets of escalators in the entire state. Okay, Monica, let's take a little break there from learning about each of the states, something fun about them. And I just came up with a couple of fun lists for us that have to do with each of the states. And I'm going to have us go back and forth with them. There's only a few, but I thought they were worth noting. Oh, I think that's exciting. chance of coming across a psychopath. I'm going to give Arkansas. you... No. Uh, well... Washington. Mm, we'll see. I've got the top five on here from lowest to most likely. Wyoming are tied for number five. Then we have New Jersey, California, and Monica, why don't you tell us what number one is? It's almost your favorite state. Connecticut. It's Connecticut. (laughs) It is. That's your answer to everything. And now you're right. (laughs) Now I'm right. I really thought it was going to be Washington because the Green River Killer, Ted Bundy. Yeah. And what this is just for psychopaths, not serial killers, which is a difference. Just psychopaths. Psychopaths don't always have to kill. I feel like every serial killer is a psychopath, but not every psychopath is a serial killer. Correct. So you could have a psychopathic boss. Your husband could just be a psychopath. Your neighbor could be a psychopath but they're not necessarily killing you and everyone around you. Monica, why don't you tell us what's considered the most fun states and tell me if you agree, disagree, and if you if you had any experiences that were fun. Yeah, 
California. I think California just blames that it's the most fun state. I don't. <laughs> I mean, you've got the you've got the beach and the ocean. Yeah. You have mountains for skiing. So I suppose it was definitely yeah. This activity. was rated on activity that you could do nightlife, you no know, hiking, and also artificial activities. Disneyland so, there and concerts sporting events. So yeah, yep. I could see that. Mm -hmm. Florida comes in at number two. Which I would agree is very fun. New York. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. It has a city in Broadway. It. Washington. Washington. I was really shocked fun. that Washington was on there, but okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, as top four. Well, so, I mean, I'm not sure I would put it up there at top four, but you have everything from, you can go skiing there. You can True. be on the water there. There's wine country there. There are great restaurants. Yeah. You've got all the sporting teams. I mean, I think they now have a hockey team too yeah colorado mm -hmm. i love colorado nevada las vegas that's yeah that's why that's on there <laughs> hey y'all it's monica again I just wanted to interrupt and tell you about something fun that Monica and I have planned coming this fall. Okay, well, maybe not tell you so much as tease you. If you don't want to miss out, make sure to follow us on Instagram at 2MonicasPodcast. That's with the number two. Or text LISTEN to 567-234-0929. Uh, Minnesota. 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 What Land is of in Minnesota? Lakes. Oh, maybe. Oh my gosh. I can't believe Minnesota is like in the top 10. That's crazy. I to don't. Me. I think it's because of all the lakes. Must be. Pennsylvania, Oregon, and Texas. Yes. I don't know. This list seems a bit random. I want to know what the I agree. Were. Their metrics were all over the place when I was reading it. Like I said, they tried to take in all of these things into consideration. And you know what I realized from reading it is that you really can't can't quantify the word fun because it means something different for everyone. If I asked you, do you think it's more fun to be in a cabin in the woods or to go to a Broadway show? You're going to probably say Broadway show yeah. and someone else is going to say a cabin in the woods. And right, so I right. just don't think you can quantify fun, but I thought it would be fun to list it. <laughs> okay, insert <laughs> laughing Corny and laughter. Corny close out the fun little lists that I came across and also made up. I didn't make up the fun state one, but this is one that I just, I had to share as I came across different facts about the 50 states. I'm going to list you five cities with the word lick in them. Okay. Like this is legitimately the United States. <laughs> We've got Lick Skillet, Tennessee. We've, how about? <laughs> Just why? I don't know why we're licking skillets. That French Lick, Indiana. Why don't you read the next one for everybody? Big Beaver Lick. Kentucky. That's just so why? appropriate. Just why on like any level at all. Red Lick, Texas. And then this one has the word lick in it, but it's kind of an honorable mention here because it's Slick Poo, Idaho. Okay. Whoever named that city needs to be That jailed. is, yeah, there is something wrong with that. Slick Poo? No. I mean, who <laughs> named that? A seven-year-old boy? Why wouldn't boy? they just name it the shit? <laughs> Right, maybe because it's illegal in Idaho to curse on a town name. Probably. Maybe. Probably. I mean, it's pretty bad. I would that That's gets that gets the award for me for the worst named town. Okay, now Mark. I'm dying to learn more about it. I know. I'm like, 
like about to Google it because I'm like, I can't believe this is a real place named Slick Poo. And too funny. I mean, that's just basically diarrhea. So welcome to Slick Poo. <laughs> that was some guy's name, Josiah Slick Poo. Oh my. Maybe it's from a language where poo doesn't mean poo. Okay. That's funny. That's good stuff. Okay, moving on. I would like to close out with a fun little game. We're just going to guess which state you're from. There's nine different words, and we'll be able to tell where you grew up by what you say. And you and I can say if we think this is wrong or right. Okay, so according to this list, you grew up in the west part of the United States, if you say fireflies, and you grew up in the south or the east, if you say lightning bugs. I say fireflies. Michigan's kind of a mix. Yeah, and if you look at this map, and we will have this in the show notes, there is nobody out west that says <laughs> says lightning bugs, but there are some spaces that do say fireflies. We always said lightning bugs. Um, I would know what you meant if you said firefly, though. So growing up, since I lived for several years learning English and everything in Texas, we used to say it was a garage sale, right? Yeah. And then I moved to Michigan, and they call Coca-Cola pop, and instead of garage sale it's a rummage sale yes or a yard sale is something that I've heard as well we always said garage sale and I would say that's pretty true to this map but it looks like there's this one place in the New England and I'm having a hard time because it's small the map mm -hmm. and a lot of colors going on there but they say tag sale that's bizarre that is bizarre friends if you know what area of the US says tag sale please direct message Adjust. Yes. Yes. So how do you address a group of people? Do you say you guys or do you say y'all? You guys. I grew up in the North. Yeah, you for sure I say you guys. I wasn't in Texas long enough to adopt. I say y'all if you didn't already notice. And some people say yins. Ians. Other people say use and some people say you guys all and then you you yeah you guys you guys. Okay so here's one of my favorites that we're gonna get into. What do we call carbonated beverages? I grew up in the south saying Coke. You go to a restaurant, they say, what kind of Coke do you want? You answer Dr. Pepper, Sprite, or I say Coca-Cola, so they know that I want a Coke. Right. That makes total sense. Yeah. In the West, on the West Coast, they say soda. Mm -hmm. In Michigan and the North, pop. Mm-hmm. Which is somewhat obnoxious to me. I don't know why the word is, and I, I won't say it. My kids say it, but I'm more likely to say, what do you want to drink? And just avoid the whole pop versus Coke thing in my household. Yeah, okay, that's fair. We, we don't really drink a lot of soda. Mm -hmm. so and then soft that, so. drink is very popular, it looks like, in the mid-eastern part of the state. Oh, okay. Of the, so Hawaii and Alaska tend to say soda, if anyone cares. Samson's really upset by this conversation. Oh, Samson, what do you say? Okay, so I didn't even know there's a difference. I guess I say both on this next one. Where do you throw out your trash? In a garbage can or a trash can? 
think I go fluctuate. To me, a garbage can's the big giant thing. That yeah. You, and then the trash can's the small thing. It's the thing. little one. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. In Michigan, my grandfather used to say the rubbish. Oh, yeah. Rubbish. rubbish. All right. So we've got differences of trucks. So a semi-truck is a semi or a semi-truck in the majority of the U.S. But in this little weirdo part <laughs> of the South, like Louisiana mm-hmm. and... Uh, the deep South. Eight, it's an 18-wheeler. And then in the Northeast, it's a tractor trailer, which to me is something totally different. It took me a while to understand what people meant when they said tractor trailer. I always grew up with semi, which also, what does that mean, semi trucks? If you think about it, where's that semi coming from? Oh, well, Samson, he knows, he, knows. he, he knows can't communicate it to us. <laughs> he knows the okay. answer. Okay, so do you say water fountain or drinking fountain? Water fountain. I think I say drinking fountain, which is accurate. It says Michigan is red, drinking fountain. There's two little purpley parts. If anyone knows what a bubbler is, tell me where you grew up. Oh, I like this next one. Do you say sneakers or tennis shoes? I say tennis shoes. As do I. As do almost all of the U.S. New England says sneakers, and then Chicago and Cincinnati say gym shoes. And Hawaiians apparently just say shoes. They're not going to differentiate that for you. But they also, doesn't doesn't the Hawaiian language, doesn't aloha have multiple meanings as well? So I think that makes sense. hello and goodbye. Yeah. Oh, this one. Why don't you read that question to us? All right. How many syllables are in the word caramel? And is it caramel or caramel? I say caramel. Oh, I say caramel. So I say two and you say three, mm-hmm. which is funny because you that's should like say two. That's basically opposite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. So where I grew up though, it says two, but where you grew up should have been two as but well. But here's the thing. I, I use it differently though. So I will buy a caramel apple. Right. But I eat caramels. Oh, no, I eat caramels. Caramel, to me, is always when the caramel is melty in, like, huh. liquidy, which apparently just something I made up as a kid to yes. be the reason why I heard it two ways, you know? <laughs> it's the Mandela effect in your life. It is. It's taking over. Look at the map. Oh, so that reminds... That was, that was really fun. It reminds me of the Enneagram episode we did where we are trying to figure out all the different ways that we said different things on that one Enneagram. That's funny. To today was really fun. Like I said, it brought a lot of joy to go through this. And and I hope that everyone else had a lot of fun listening. We live in a really great country with 50 really unique states, with 50 different states full of really unique citizens. And I was really excited we got to highlight that today. Woohoo! I had fun. Thanks so much for letting us be part of your day, whether that's folding socks, driving to work, or getting in your cardio. We're happy to provide you with some entertainment about nothing serious, seriously. For extended show notes, please head over to our website, twomonicaspodcast.com. That's with the number two. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Two Monica's Podcast and find us on Pinterest at Two Monica's Podcast. If you'd like to connect with us directly, email us at Two Monica's Podcast at gmail.com. Awesome. That was fun. 